The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. Welcome to 1111 Talk Radio on this wonderful afternoon or evening, wherever you are. We have a great guest tonight, William Linville, and I'll tell you a little bit more about him in just a few minutes. Before we get started, I'd like to let you know that 1111 Magazine, our print publication that is bi-monthly, is now distributed through Barnes & Nobles and Borders bookstores, along with uh, by subscription at 1111mag.com. It is a wonderful tool that I hope that you will participate in to allow yourself uh, access to something that is a great self-coaching tool, along with exposure to wonderful teachers, tools, products, and services that abound our country through some beautiful, beautiful people. Our next issue, the November-December issue, We'll be featuring some wonderful people such as Debbie Ford and her new movie, The Shadow Effect, who is also appearing on 1111 Talk Radio on November the 5th, and also uh, Peter Roger, a filmmaker that is talking about his new film, which focuses on what is God. So definitely get in touch with 1111 Magazine and get yourself uh, connected. Also, before we get started, I'd love to tell you about the Belief Center located in South Carolina. There's a wonderful workshop being uh, performed by Gloria Karpinski on mystical Christianity that will be held December 4th through 6th. In this workshop, it is uh, understood that many sacred texts really help us to understand what discipleship to the light might mean. In this particular workshop, people can understand how Christianity can go from the basic understandings of what you were taught to the mystical Christianity that it's meant to be. So uh, take a Take your time to take a look at Believe's website, believesc.com, and you can see the many different offerings that are taking place there and how to connect with those. We have an amazing guest tonight. His name is William Linville. He is an individual that has come onto the planet, uh, some would say, for a second time. Originally, Lin William Linville was born in a body that grew to be 400 pounds plus, and this gentleman incurred a lot of physical issues, a lot of illnesses, and was even at a point of suicide and uh, just in a very, very dark place. Upon his need for surgery to eradicate some issues that were going on, an essence from another realm contacted him, and they made an agreement to exchange, make an exchange. William Linville was going to leave his body so that this other essence could come in. And who we are going to speak to tonight is the essence that now inhabits William Linville's body. William Linville, as we know him today, teaches no belief system. 
and he's not affiliated with any group or organization. William Linville just is. It's a very exciting story, and he has some wonderful information to share about how he is assisting humanity in evolving, in opening up to higher vibration, and in allowing themselves to to release themselves from some of the limitations and mindsets and belief systems that so many of us have. So I'd love to tell you a little bit more about this wonderful Essences experience because it's going to seem a little out there, but how limited are you in your view of who you are? When we think about who we are as humans, sometimes we really limit ourselves to the body. And that's one thing that I'd like to bring forward in our discussion with William tonight is how we're so much more than just our body. So without any more hesitation, I'd like to welcome William Linville to 1111 Talk Radio. Hello. Hiya. How are you, Miss Imran? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I'm really thrilled to have you on the show tonight. And it's an interesting journey, just hearing, reading, talking to you about how all of this came to be, that I'd really love our listeners to get a good understanding of who William Linville was and how this agreement came into being and how you came, your essence came into his body. Can you tell us that, that story? Absolutely gorgeous. Well, at one time, the body that I now have, uh, William David Linville, he was 425 pounds plus. He was a very angry, uh, feeling very guilty, feeling a place of not being understood, nowhere of belonging, even from the monad, which is his whole group and family level of consciousness, being um, very misunderstood, even from the most uh, purest of efforts, until he began to implode and embody and identify with and internalize the outside world. He was a very heartfelt fellow, but also super angry fellow. And he was angry from all the misunderstandings to where he began to shut himself down. When we, he decided to have the gastric bypass surgery, the room white procedure in uh, San Diego, California, we had begun connecting uh, and communicating about six months prior. Because he already knew that if he went through the procedure, he wasn't going to be coming out. But after many attempts of leaving the planet by his own um, and he finally decided that he would let his body vehicle be used as a conduit, an instrument to assist Brother Humanity. Which seems like it's a big undertaking, but my job with the agreement upon this dear brother was to take on all of his karmic debris, take on his monad level of consciousness, being that of his family level, and assisting them to wake up and begin to move forward. Well, let me let me back up a little bit, William, just so that we get a clear understanding. So this gentleman was in a... Um, challenged physical state, and he knew that he would not survive, Absolutely. went through the surgery. And so from that place, uh, prior to that, you made an agreement. How was this? Was he conscious enough or aware enough to be able to connect to you where you were? Absolutely, and we would connect a lot, primarily in the dream state. And so through this connection in the dream states, um, a conversation took place, and you, you each agreed that he would leave and you would come in? And beyond just the agreement, it was offering him every opportunity to stay in the body. And he wanted nothing more than to be out of the physical. And just out of curiosity, is this something, are you the first person that, that has, or the first essence that has been able to do this, or are you the first essence that is a little bit more publicly acknowledging this being done? Well, there's actually three others that I am aware of um, on different places of the globe. Not that we're in contact physically, but we do connect from the, I guess you'll say, your, their higher levels. But from this, it's 
more uh, more are um, unconscious to what's going on, being really uh, confined in their day-to-day activities, rather than the shifting over as your brother stepping out and offering their physicality is an opportunity for dear ones from a higher level of consciousness to come through to be able to assist brother humanity. And was that the purpose of you wanting to come in? Was this something that you desired to do? Or is there a council or an essence, a greater essence that kind of gave the directive? Well, a little bit of both. This is my first journey in a body on a planet, which has been such a miraculous journey, especially uh, as a body... Um, it completely shut down going through the dying scenario once again after I inhabited it to clear out all the emotional and cellular debris. But the funnest part about it is that now that I'm in the body fully and completely and married completely from the higher through the lower, now it's playtime. And, and from a higher council, it was, dear ones are offered every opportunity to step completely into their physical presence beyond just a body principle, but the presence of divinity that they are, to let every opportunity and every dynamic and situation in their whole outside world begin to open up. You see, that's where, from a higher level of consciousness, speaking of creator, creator essence, the facet that we all are of creator coming through the physical, it opens up so many different doorways that we're beginning to let the world open up for you. When you inhabited... Uh, William Linville's body, were you able to come from that place immediately or did you take on his emotions, his feelings, his thought patterns, his memory, or was none of that there? Well, it's so funny you that. I was asked that just a few moments before we got on the phone. What, what happened was, when I came into the body principle, I did wake up after surgery. I did know the name of the dear brothers around me. And even uh, turning on the television to watch football, which is one of his favorite uh, pastimes, but it was so interesting. I turned on the football game, and it just didn't resonate. It's like, what is your brother's doing? And you know, I could feel my own presence, but I still had all of these perceptional thoughts. I had all of these perceptional judgments that came with the physical via our agreement, which was to clear the deck for him, all the way to his biggest anger, which was his, which was anger at God, the universe, which I kind of had to chuckle at in comparison to myself. But I got great opportunity to dissolve with great ease. So after I turned off the television, I looked over to see a total state of remembrance. It was a total sunset that harmonized so brilliantly out of the hospital window. But the most interesting part for myself, from his memory, from when I speak of family monads, family group levels, and otherwise, see, he knew the name of everyone in the room, but there was absolutely no resonation. As if, as if we knew each other as comrades, but not from an intricate state. So from yourself, you knew everyone from the physical and the name that they should be, but there was not the emotional connection? There was absolutely no connection except honoring who they are and how best to assist, but at the same time, not like you would call an intimate family monad, your brother, sister, mother, father, cousin, uncle, all that, there wasn't that connection. But it seems like that might almost be better because it would come from a clearer place. So often we entangle that intimate connection also with our grudges and our hurts and our wounds and our memories of what we think has happened. And so you were coming from a clearer place. So how did the relationships change once you came in? Well, it was so fun. Um, Even with this marriage, 
they had the tangle of a century. They did not quite like each other whatsoever, but they did go through all the motions of what society has taught from the family. You grow up, you get married, you have offspring, you do this, you do that, you do that, you retire and you leave the planet. It sound familiar? Oh, sure, sure. That's it, what most people do. Absolutely, without realizing for one moment who they truly are. So from that, the the um, dear brother that was before me, even talking to my, my true angel, my bride that, uh, that I am married to, they had a dialogue. And it was so interesting that the old partner said, you know, I never really cared for the old dear brother anyways. And she had no idea who I am. So, so you both had to discover each other, in a sense. It, it was She did not apply the same um, feelings or blame or any things that were being harbored to the new William Linville? No, actually, the interesting part, she didn't know where to play, emotionally, physically, or otherwise. She had and, no idea even how to communicate because I wasn't the same brother, and she knew it. And I am talking today to William Linville, the essence that now inhabits William Linville's body. It is an exciting journey and a wonderful story of a, of a gentleman that is now helping humanity to raise their consciousness, release many of the patterns, beliefs, and wounds, and step into a higher place of where they should be. You can find out more about William Linville at williamlinville.com. And when we come back from this break, I'll tell you some of the places and events that he will be speaking at as well. We'll be right back with a little bit more of William Linville. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? 
Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. William Linville teaches no belief system and is not affiliated with any group or organization. William Linville just is. He has a message that states his love, honor, and celebration for you because that's who he is and he can recognize that within himself and within you. He recognizes the divinity in all things and he has been brought to the planet to assist humanity in this next step. He will be... uh, in conferences uh, in Las Vegas, Toronto, and Madison, New Jersey, coming soon. He will be in Las Vegas October 16th through 18th this weekend. You can also connect with him in Toronto November 13th and 14th and at Drew University in Madison, New Jersey, January 22nd through 24th. You can find out about all of this on his website at williamlinville.com. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M. L-I-N-V-I-L-L-E dot com, WilliamLinville.com. William, before the commercial break, we were talking about uh, when you uh, came out of the hospital, uh, the original William Linville was married to <laughs> And um, how was it for her to now be married to someone that she didn't really know anymore? It was a different, uh, different essence, a different approach that was coming from you. Um, did she hold the same... Feelings, you know, absolutely not. Her, um, even when she talked to my bride, you know, my angel, uh, Mary Elizabeth, she shared how much she really did not care for the old William Linville, but she had no idea who this new dear brother was. She wanted to try to recreate the old, which was right up there with impossible due to all the new paradigmal shifts. She wanted to hold on to anything and everything that she could to try to. It's just to conform to certain scenario for what it was that, in truth, wasn't complimentary for all concerned. So when that ended so brilliantly, another dear brother showed up right before her to be able to dance with her side by side from where she was. But the funnest part about it is I got to a great honor to be able to meet with each and every one of the monad in the family to share with them what took place and that the old will was gone. And with great love and compassion and walking them through how to let their journey begin to open up. At first, it was kind of shocking because everything that used to work, even the actions, reactions, all this fun stuff, it wasn't there. And it was really kind of creating a lot of drama and conflict for them because it really kind of broke up the monad and shook things up a lot. Because how many expect their family monad to have a certain reaction when they react and on and on and on? which isn't bad, good, or indifferent, but it is waking up from it. 
then they began to move forward. Along because then. there has to be a trust that de- that is developed, and all of a sudden you took out everything that they knew. Because a lot of the trust that was, I guess if I can translate it for what it is, there was a lot of guilt, a lot of control, a lot of manipulation about all the parts the family played. Not on purpose, it was just all that they knew. Now, this this amazing transformation happened in that family. But how does someone that is a human in this place, that was from this place, that has the family that they have, how did they create that transformation? Well, one thing they do is break energy with all of them. Do we have time for me to walk through that? Yes, please. Let's all, let's all tune into our heart level for a moment. Just focus right on the brilliant, priceless, faceted creator that you are, right through the heart chakra level board. Let's take our left hand over our right hand, palm, left palm facing down, right palm facing up, sliding our palms across each other, bringing our left palm into our chest, pushing our right palm out, and bringing our consciousness from our heart through our throat level, through our pineal pituitary gland, through our crown chakra level vortex, to the top of the room, through the atmospheric realms and all the way through the the, um, sun and connecting with the sun and bringing forth a brilliant, priceless stream of light from the sun, which is actually your higher levels of consciousness, your creator levels of consciousness. Bringing a brilliant stream of light from the sun all the way through the atmospheric realms to the top of the room, through the pound chakra level vortex, right through your pineal pituitary gland, all the way through your throat, through your heart chakra level vortex, holding it there for a moment. Then let it go all the way down through the carnal level, the survival levels being that of the solar plexus. Through the gender principle, through the root chakra level vortex, down the legs, the lower legs, at the bottom of the feet, down your shoulders, down to your upper arms, lower arms, out your hand. Just take our right hand, just gently, right in front of our gender principle, pull. just gently bring your hand all the way up to your pinnacle you to a and relax. Now you're clear. Now you're beginning to feel your own presence within the family. The family is such a brilliant, brilliant opportunity to dance together. But what I'm looking at and what I'm playing with right now is being in it but not of it. Because it's part of family that is so pricelessly, pricelessly, unanimously supported and how best can we complement over time until the emotions come in. The uh, wanting, the supposed to, the responsibilities, the I think I should, I ought, I must, what, although I feel so much different about it. Not about selling oneself to the family, but truly being able to honor the family, but being the conduit and the instrument through the family. Because now we speak from the voice of clarity, the voice of reason, the voice of love, most importantly. But we're beginning to create change. Not by denial, just not accepting anything less, but the brilliance and the priceless of what a family was really created about. Because from all the dynamics that play out in the family, there are so many that I watch daily that are asking for assistance to be in it, not of it, but also be able to celebrate it, but also that they're not there to create a ministry within the family. They're they're there to walk side by side with the family, but not carrying the family with them. 
and that they, the changes they're making are actually affecting the whole monad of the family. Because when you start to walk your walk and follow your own heart, not from a fluffy state, but literally from an expanded state, you start to create changes everywhere. Now, I wish I could say everyone would be exuberant about it, but that would not be accurate. Many fight change left and right. But at the same time, they're only going to fight as long as they have something to fight with. When we rise above it, we're able to speak with them with great clarity, great love. And you will start to see how it goes beyond all the veils of density, beyond all the emotional things, and where you fully get to come together to complement one another. That goes with families, friends, obligations, perception, responsibility. Because now we're not embodying it. We're expanding through it. William, it sounds like we are supposed to be the witness to our friends and family, but perhaps we are allowing the emotional strings and ties to stand in the way of just honoring and witnessing those journeys. Well, there's, I look at witnessing for a moment, if I can explore that for a second. Sure. Witnessing is brilliant, but when do we start to get into action? Because if everyone just witnessed, nothing will be accomplished. No change is going to happen. How is the action different than the types of actions that are being played out now? Because so many actions that are played out in in family relationships or friend relationships can air toward the direction of drama or chaos rather than what you're speaking of. In the most important words you can ever share to the family, friends, or otherwise, how best can I assess? How best can I assist? Now, many, there's going to be an answer. For many, it's going to be the light bulb starting to go on. For many, that know that you're completely and totally available out of love to offer clarity, wisdom, movement, even at times walking them through different doorways or where they may choose to go that would be much more complimentary. Not for us to decide, but from what's presenting from us, where we get to be in it and get to be the facilitator and the conduit within it that they're seeking. See, when they feel the disconnect, when you're breaking energy and looking up from an overview, I promise you they feel it. And as they feel it, it opens up a whole other doorway of wanting clarity. I'm not going to force clarity. I'm not going to offer clarity. But I'm going to welcome the clarity for them as they're asking. So when you're speaking about action, it's not action of trying to control or manipulate or change something. It's more action of being in service to support or assist. Right. And the part I look at you know, that I really want us all to come to terms with, right now, nothing is broken. There's a lot of changes that can take place, but when we start to go into the broken state, that's where the head level starts to run and run and run, creating judgment after judgment, rather than true assistance. The true assistance is when they're asking because they can feel the presence emanating from you. Now, you can see all that with such clarity because it seems like when you came into William Lindell's body, you remembered, you had your remembrance already of your essence, the realms that you were connected to, your family that you actually came from. But I'm sure that you experienced some sort of pain or um, the breakdown of, of William's 
beliefs and patterns and karmic debt, all of those things did have to force you into a bit of the more human experience that we all experience. Yeah, I want to be clear on something, though. I went through, like I was sharing about the football and what the old will used to like and all the fun stuff. It just didn't resonate. It didn't call to me. The sunset did. But when I addressed the family... William, I'm going to have you answer that question after our commercial break. I've been signaled for a break, and that way we can have the full answer for you. William Linville will be in Las Vegas October 16th through 18th. He will be in Toronto November 13th through 14th doing a workshop on embodiment and expression of your divinity. And he will be at Drew University in Madison, New Jersey, January 22nd through 24th. You can also connect with him for one-on-one sessions, healing sessions, or any other guidance that you're seeking at his website, williamlinville.com. That's williamlinville.com. We'll be right back to speak a little bit more with William Linville. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for Life's Balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgery. After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. 
You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. My guest today is William Linville, who originally began his journey upon this earth uh, as a young man that ended up morbidly obese, weighing over 400 pounds. He ended up with many physical challenges, finally finding himself on a hospital bed where he was about to undergo geriatric surgery, knowing that he would not come out of it. A few months prior, an agreement with an essence was to exchange places, and this essence now known as William Linville has inhabited his body and is here to assist humanity on knowing the divinity and truth of ourselves. So welcome back, William, uh, to 1111 Talk Radio. And we were talking about how you were able to come into this body and not experience or work through many of the human types of issues, particularly uh, Will's own belief systems and different things that he had to go through um, prior to you coming in. Absolutely. You see, when I came in, I came in with all the debris, but what took place was I didn't fight it, I didn't challenge it. I really went with it. Because what would it be like if we don't not look for something to process? What if we just let it present for itself, to present itself right in front of you to make a new decision about? So when I looked into the eyes of all the buildup in the body principle, I wasn't going to process it. I was going to look at it for what it is and command it gone. Because you do have that power to accept what you're willing to keep or what not willing to keep. Especially like we went through a clearing the decks with the body principle. You see, you have all this archaic debris that plays out all the way down to your kernel level, the solar plexus level and below. And all of the taught behavior of mannerisms that says, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a that, I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a that. When you start to question who you are really, all of this will come up to be readdressed to make new decisions from. Because, you know, this isn't about a lot of footwork to be done. It's about honesty, clarity, and the courage to know the truth. But there is, or at least we're taught, because, it's, and particularly in the Western society, it is very mental. It, we're very much caught up in our mm-hmm. minds, and we think we do have to process and we do have to fix. Uh-huh. So by just looking and seeing what's there, where then is the action part on ourselves? To make a decision, either it's accurate or it's not accurate about oneself. So even if we're seeing something in the mirror, if inside we don't feel it's accurate, is that enough to help that transform? That is so much more than enough. Some things I hear, such as, you know, when the body was in bed for two weeks, it just purged and purged and cried and cried and cried. Was that my business? Not at all. Was it depression? Not at all. It was all the cellular makeup and build-up that the body wanted to release. Because, see, that the body, as its own consciousness, will clear the decks itself as you give the go-ahead. See, from the mind level of consciousness, there's all these assumptions made. There's all these perceptional beliefs made. Many are trying to believe they're worthy when they don't feel worthy. How do we bring that back to the clarity of what works and what doesn't work for you? What's true or not true for you? I mean, believing you're worthy feels a lot better than not being worthy. But when you start to play with the conscious, the subconscious, and your whole body vehicle entirely, the whole universe entirely, now we're getting back to simplicity. Because, you know, the dance is the courage to give yourself permission to know the truth. 
said, it's not one certain truth. Like, I loved your um, upcoming show about religion, the message behind it, you know, and all the brilliant gifts that come from there. Because when you start to question, when you start to explore, when you start to look at the truth, it's amazing what it will present for you. Just because you're giving yourself to go ahead to let everything present right in front of you without any filters, without an attempt to come to terms with it, but the total, complete freedom to call it done and let it truly be done. There's times where we'll make a different decision. There's times we'll make no decisions. But the funnest part I love is when no decision is made, we're open to everything. Because in society, you're taught to do, 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 work, 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 process, 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 even in the enlightenment community to process, 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 or you're not doing your homework. But what happens when we go beyond processing and we begin to truly let everything pass through with great ease, and I want to say ease and simplicity, rather than taking on a whole other job to do? Well, and I've I've heard you say before um, that it's not about work. It's about stepping in. Absolutely. Because waking up was the beautifulest freedom you could ever have let yourself have. It's a freedom of work. It's a freedom from all the to-dos, all of the... And one thing I have to kind of check on is the way we talk, the way we don't talk, and all the control there. What if we just shared from the core of our being what we find to be accurate? Or even the questions that we may have. Letting them become accurate. How quickly the answer presents for you in your outside world and from your higher levels. I think a lot of people that would hear you speak would would most definitely realize, okay, this is definitely an essence that has come in that has um, that has a viewpoint that has a perspective that is what he speaks about. Um, But I think also people would need to know a little bit about how, and I'm going to use the word unique, even though we are all this way, we just don't realize it, how unique you are so that we can rediscover who we are. And I've read that you you sleep very little, uh, two hours even if that. You don't really need food. Uh, you actually have to be reminded to eat at times. If my bride takes care of that. <laughs> how is that possible? How How, how is it possible? It's because have you ever looked at food for what it is? The tiny little particles of consciousness. It's also so brilliantly, such a brilliant gift of all the brilliant different diversities to get to play with and to explore, to dance with, to enjoy, and to open up to further uh, cuisines. But for me, it's not about the food. It's about the ambiance. Because you're taught all these different ways to eat and not eat and on and on and on. When the body, it doesn't really matter to the body. The body just wants you to enjoy the body. You know, when we play with vegetarianism, bacon vegetarianism, um, from the Atkins diets and Jenny Craig, all these fun different attributes. Now, that's not about food. It's about control. For some, it is the most brilliant gift on the planet because they begin to bring themselves back in rather than being out of control from an emotional standpoint. What happens if when we start to listen to what our body has to share, what it's asking for, 
rather than humanity telling you from a mass consciousness level, you should eat this, you're supposed to eat that, this is going to do this, that's going to do that, all the way down the supplemental levels, on and on and on. I'm not going to deny there's going to be times your body may want to be complex, trace minerals, whatever it may be. And that's only because the body's attempting to realign itself. Not that it doesn't have the ability, but it wants a jump start. And then just take a bottle, be done with it, and move on. Because now we're starting to dance with your physicality over time. When we start to work with your ones that are a little bit heavier than others. It's not about the lack of the body's um, ability to flush it through. It comes right back to the emotional state of what you feel, why you're eating when you're eating, when you're eating it, what you're eating, you can enjoy it or don't enjoy it. And one thing I want to point out, uh, Simran, I've watched your brothers eat only carrots for a month. They gained 25 pounds. How is that even possible? Hmm. I mean that very literally. It was, certainly wasn't about the carrots. Right. It was all the energy they put into it. So for everyone, if they'll take food and they'll take the essence of the food, look at food for what it is, you'll start to see that even the food, live, perceptionally dead or otherwise, because I still have been able to find dead food. There's still particles of consciousness flying around. But you have the complete ability to metamorphosize. Well, one thing that I've noted through this entire conversation is the use of some of your words when you're talking about things. And you talk about playing, and you talk about dancing, and you talk about enjoying and celebrating. And so even just in your words, you're not looking at things or um, even presenting things in a way that the average human being sees them. So whether it's food Uh or exercise or our jobs or ourselves, you're, you're coming from a place of really celebrating and enjoying and playing in this experience. And being able to let the experience open for you. Now, I had to chuckle for a whole year entirely. Every, what was it, three times a week. I went to the gym. Now, why in heavens would I ever do that? And I was kind of chuckling at the whole dynamic. Because here I am doing the, what do you call it, uh, creating a scar tissue, which is going to turn into musculature uh, buildup, right? Mm-hmm. They call it working out and lifting weights. But the funnest part I had about it was that it wasn't about lifting weights. And I looked over the dear brother beside me, and it was so humorous because he'd been uh, won the Mr. Universe contest three different times. And he looked over at me in quite shock. I was lifting more on it, more weight than he was. But I'm, I'm about one-third his size. How is that possible? How is that possible? I'm not going to give the energy and make assumptions about the weight to work out or whatever. I was just going and doing what I was doing, but there was no thought. See, I wasn't there to create a scar tissue, building up muscular tissue. I was there to assist brother humanity that I was playing with in the area. From the instructors to the one I was um, doing the uh, perceptual workout with and otherwise. And playing with what his body was asking for rather than just about the machinery. But if they had just focused on the machinery to create all these different outcomes, what what would start to happen there, sweetheart? 
And I'm here with William Linville. He is an amazing essence that has come to the planet. He teaches no belief system, is not affiliated with any group or organization. He just is, and he teaches other people how to just be. WilliamLinville.com is his website, and you can find out about various events that are coming up in Las Vegas, Toronto, and Madison, New Jersey in the new year. Allow yourself to visit this website, and we're going to be right back with a little bit more from William Linville. Just what is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. I'm talking today with William Linville, and one thing that I would like you to do is not to so much be enamored by all of the things that William Lindell can accomplish because his primary purpose here is to show you your divinity by expressing his own and helping you to awaken your divinity because he's awakened to his. So, William, I want you to let us know how do we go beyond our minds? How do we step into our divinity uh, so that we can experience the gifts that you tell so many that we all have? Well, one thing, going back for a second to the, to the uh, workout scenarios. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't about the workout. It was about assistance. So that allowed, without a contemplation of thought, to put all this perception into how heavy it's going to be and how, uh, how much work it's going to be on and on. Because what if none of that was true? What if it was just simply, even Lonnie, even looking at the numbers on the perceptual equipment or whatever, what if you didn't contemplate it, you just went with it? Can you see, can you see what, what your abilities begin to start to create? Whether it's physical activity, whether it's playing with businesses, finances, whether it's playing with brother humanity, whether it's healing up your liver, your pancreas, your gallbladder area, your colon and otherwise. But what about the subconscious thoughts that we already hold from things that we've been taught or things that we seem to have proved to ourselves? Well, one thing I look about that, though, when you were connecting to your own presence a few moments ago, when you were going all the way to the sun, which is actually, I use that as a pinpoint of expression for the mind, but it's also a pinpoint of expression of you marrying with your heart, your big guns, your higher levels. As we begin to feel our own presence, our physicality, begin to welcome in our angelic presence, our angelic realms, our ascended host realms, even that of our guidance realms, and begin to let ourselves expand exponentially throughout the room, throughout the home, throughout the neighborhood, throughout the continent, throughout the globe, the oceanic realms, plant kingdoms, mineral kingdoms. What we begin to do is to begin to allow for the universe and your big guns to let their presence be known. I call them your big guns because you could easily take control and be in charge. But we start to welcome in our beautiful entourage to walk around us and to walk with us, to open doors and opportunities for us. We're beyond the mind. See, for eons, the mind has been in charge. It's been so much created as a live deity. Now, when we went, when we went right into that state, which is literally you... 24 hours a day to play with the linear time continuum, the bypassing time continuum. It's you stepping into your fullest potential and beyond through the physical. Because that's where we get to bypass the, the conscious, the subconscious, <laughs> all the energy uh, from perceptual judgment. And you use judgment. Judgment is exactly what created emotion. It's a build-up of energy that has already been commanded to have one certain reaction based in survival rather than fluidity. So when we begin to go there and begin to feel our own presence, even through our hands, even through um, the weights, the costumes, about the physicality. It's not about, I, I want to be clear, I'm, living in the now is just one small step. This isn't about a now, it's about your eternal presence, it's opening up your whole world. And I want to be clear that this is a level where we, we're not in denial of relationships, finances, businesses, family dynamics, relationships, um, the offsprings. But now we fully get to enjoy them because now we're open to let their whole presence into our world to further complement us. That's life beyond the mind because as we contemplate nothing, we have everything. You see, the mind level begins to go into a, a directive of a pinpoint of uh, focus, almost like living your whole life stream through a PVC pipe. What we're doing is, is expanding beyond the pipes to see what truly is available, to see where we're going, see where what is presenting for you, and as it is presenting, and I want to be clear, from the, from you, from your outside world, all around you, you have absolutely everything, which I do refer to as your natural birthright, because it is your birthright. It's always been yours. Now what you're doing is beginning to let yourself have it. And I say have, as far as an experience, as far as enjoyment, as far as fruition, fluidity, and expansion, you begin to allow for yourself to open to all of creation beyond one certain life stream or another, this is where the belief systems begin to fleek away, dissolve, begin to 
break apart because even from the mind that I want to be clear is your friend, the perception egoic structure, the little phantom's been dancing around and says, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a that, I'm a this, I do this, I do that. These are the parts that we begin to dissolve because it's not you, it's never been you. It's just been somewhat of a deity that's been running you. See, as you're stepping into your big guns and your own mastery as well, and your mastery not being about control, your mastery being of the presence, the brilliance, the love, and even beyond the love, the emanation of you dancing and playing in this world, which has always been available, but now that the karmic grid system has been dissolved, now there's much more accessible than ever. But how does, in, in a Western-style uh, society where everything is about the mind, how do you get from the place from all mind to this place where you're saying no thought? To bring yourself right now into the presence of your hand. Can you feel the energy of Simran running throughout your hand? Sure, yes. How many thoughts are you having? No thoughts. Let's bring it all the way into the sternum. No thoughts. Let's bring it all the way into your left ear lobe. No thoughts. But the other part is how open do you f- are you feeling and are you truly to the whole world of creation, creator, incarnate, and the whole universe itself? There's definitely an expansion when you focus. And when you let all all the opportunities begin to open up and come to you now. Because those thoughts begin to repel rather than welcome. Now, my mind's my friend. It's brilliant at driving a car vehicle and balancing a checkbook. And that's exactly it. Even picking out costumes for the physicality. I'm going to re-steer it to give it a job to do. But I'm not going to become the job to do. I'm just giving the mind a job to do to dance with. Because, see, now we go beyond thought. This isn't about the shutting down or the controlling of the mind. It's a literal bypassing in this society. When I'm walking through the world, I'm not welcoming in the world. I'm expanding through the world. I'm not welcoming in all the mass thought forms. Like when you look up into the sky with your eyes going out of focus, how many particles of thought do you see? Those little particles you see in the sky. That's a mass consciousness. So how much more is available to us then? Because this seems like it's infinitely expansive. And there is no end. What I look at as a beginning point is that the integration of your own presence through your body vehicle and then automatically you'll begin to relearn how to be in a body on a planet rather than how the planet says you should be when you should be it and where you should be when you should be there and how you should behave when you should behave. Everything is taking off and opening over time. There is no end. But there's a, there's a brilliant journey right before you. So as you will, um, you have come onto the planet at this time. Other beings, other modalities are coming onto the planet at this time. Why not before now? Before now, there's a very integrated karmic grid system. Even from a soul level of consciousness, your conscious record realms. There are all these incarnational journeys of trying to work out victim, victimizer, and who's playing what, who's playing this, until finally I had enough 
And now they began a whole other journey. Because from a karmic deity, these have been journeys that have been playing out, mostly uh, magnetically driven. And the magnetically driven part is the part that says, I'm going to behave this way when I behave that way, on and on and on, irrational fear scenarios, that's being cleared out over time. Because even at this point in time, when I came in and the modalities are being presented and otherwise, is to go beyond the world and not to deny it, because how much denial has been given to the world when it's such a price of eating to be played upon? Well, I want to thank you, Will. Um, there, I wish we had more time to talk with you, and we'll definitely have to have you back. But it has been a wonderful and enlightening conversation, and I hope that my listeners will all connect with you on your website, com, or connect with you at one of your events that are coming up in Las Vegas, Toronto, Madison, New Jersey, and everywhere else that you will be visiting, I'm sure. So I look forward to seeing all of you next week. My guest next week will be Wade Morissette and his beautiful music. We'll hear about his journey, and you'll also get to see here some of this beautiful journey come through him. Until then, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.